We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's June 26th, it is 2023. We have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate, as always, on Mondays. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, my brother. And let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. Congrats to Stevie. And not only congrats to Stevie, but congrats to... All subscribers of the NASCAR package, I think if you followed his intel this week, you should have had a pretty good day. I know I, I was able to hop in his chat prior to the show here, like right before the show, and see everyone going nuts as the as the race uh, ended up. And I, I think I saw one comment in that was pretty good, which said, clean races are money. In fact, I think that may have been your post. <laughs> and uh, as the A-team would say, I love it when a plan comes together. And so congrats to you and, and the NASCAR fam and the team. And, uh, hey, man, c- c- congrats again. And I'm excited to come on with you, especially after a winner. When, when there's a winner in the house, it's always a good show. Yeah, man. Took down the 121 on DraftKings and the $44 on FanDuel. Um, really good yeah. day. Really yeah. happy about it. So, I mean, I, I say it all the time. And anybody that is a Morning Grind listener that also hangs out in the Discord and you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, when we have these races that are clean, I'm very good at predicting these type of races. So, um, hey, after Trucks and Xfinity, very happy to finish the week on a really high note. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I appreciate you not um, not rushing me here and letting me <laughs> sweat the last, like, six or seven laps of that race. Uh, it wouldn't have been fun watching it. I was just, I mean, I can't tell you how many times over the years I've, I've benefited and also, you know, not benefited from a late race caution. So the sweat for NASCAR is, it goes until like the last, the last, until that checkered flag. I was telling Will, I was like, all right, it's over. Hopefully no one lost the spots or anything. So, um, yeah. 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 Good, good, good stuff. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, 
it's it's just good when you win. It's good when the the crew wins. It's just always a good time. So I, I was really happy for you guys. Extremely pumped. That should make for a great show today. It is. It's going to be. Uh, I'm in a good mood. Um, I mean, let's just be honest. Anytime you have a good day and DFS, you're always in a good mood and. Got to have some family time. Night race made it really interesting. Kind of got to do some stuff on a Sunday, which um, never really happens. But, yeah, let's get into some baseball talk. We got six games. We're bouncing back from the weekend. Um, Will, Angels, holy crap. What was that, man? Um, Like, oh, everyone goes off in that game except for Otani. Yeah. Yeah. You stacked them and you faded Otani. You did awesome. Um, Oh, my gosh. It was wild. I I think wild is the only term. Yeah. That had to be, I think, one of the most insane pileup of runs I think I've experienced in my lifetime. Like, we've seen some 14 to 50. Like, we've seen some, but like, these guys, 25 plus runs, like, that's, Stevie, in, in any league that's hard to do for baseball, and I, and I know Florida put on like a masterful performance on Sunday. To, to, you know, to that run, didn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> to, to kind of say, hey, we're here. Hey, guys. But just insane, insanely high scoring baseball over the weekend. Uh, incredible. I, that's really all I can say. Incredible <laughs> performances by both teams. It did not work out uh, for your strategy of fading core. So good what? thing it was the weekend. Um, right. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I was um, not in the DFS streets heavy this weekend. So it was uh, Chase Anderson. I don't know if you would have been given the advice to fade cores in that spot. Um, but yeah, what a wild game that was. Very happy about my Gators. We're gonna see what happens here on Monday night um, for the college world series championship and or college, college world series. I don't know why I call it championships college world series. Um, so yeah, I mean, good mood all around for me today. Gators win. Um, good NASCAR race had the winner at eight to one. So just all around good day for me. So let's uh, let's get into baseball. And um, we start with Cincinnati at Baltimore, nine and a half total in this game. Orioles a one thirty six favorite. We got Williamson and Irvin. I will note really quick, it is the night before, but yeah, potential weather in Baltimore and potential weather in City Field. Um, the first two games we're going to talk about, there's some potential weather. I am not Kevin Roth. The last time we did this, it looked like it was going to be terrible all day and we got all the games in. So we'll see what Kevin Roth has to say. Um, you and I will be on Grinders Live tomorrow and he'll be yes. right after on Crunch Time. So we'll see what Roth has to say. We're going to break these games down like there's no weather. Uh, starting here with Williamson, any interest here in Williamson against Baltimore? I don't think I need him, Stevie. I, I don't think I need him today. So I think he's going to sit on the show. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be able to mitigate the runs with the lack of strikeout upside. And that, that's kind of where I am. So I think Williamson gets the fade for me today. Yeah. I mean, this is a top 10, top 10. Um, offense against left-handed pitching. Um, so just overall, it's not a spot that I think Williamson goes out and dominates. Um, he's not like a pitcher that I feel like is going to be a dominant pitcher at where he's at in his career, under 20% Ks. Walk rate's decent, high ISO, high Woba, really struggles with right-handed power. Um, so I think, honestly, there's enough right-handed power in this lineup for me not to have interest in Williamson. He's cheap. It's a six-game slate, um, but I think... 
there is another guy that in this range that I like a lot more. Baltimore side of this game, we got Irvin. Um, any interest here in Cole Irvin going up against Cincinnati? No. Yeah, I mean, I definitely prefer picking on Cincinnati with left-handed pitching more than right-handed pitching. But Cincinnati, since they've called these young kids up and they've gotten some talent in this lineup, Ooh. has been one of the best teams in baseball in this And Joey Votto's back. And Joey Votto's back. That's a huge bump for them. Um, Cole Irvin's just not a, a, another guy that's just not, in this point of his career, a dominating pitcher. You know, 21% Ks, 10% walks, 9% walks, sorry. Um, high ISO at 224, 395 Woba. 48 and a half percent hard hits. Um, yeah, I like the bats in this game, even though this game's in Baltimore. I like the bats in this game. Um, let's talk Cincinnati first. What's your thoughts here on the Reds? Yeah, man. I mean, I think this thing starts with Ellie De La Cruz, it doesn't end with De, De La Cruz, but at 5,800, I still think he's a, a top target today, Steve. Yeah, I, I think it's a good spot for him. I still think it's a good spot for Matt McLean, who. Once again, I mean, he had a, a masterful day on the pass slate against my Atlanta Braves, might I add. Uh, two runs, four hits, three three doubles, like and a home run, Stevie. Like this guy, Matt McLean is hitting. These these guys yes. are hitting. So when you can split De La Cruz and McLean, in fact, you don't even have to get them at shortstop. You can get them at, at second and third if you want and play a shortstop from another team. You can get very creative. Um, you know, you've got. Uh, Nixon Zell here at 3,900, still very cheap, um, considering how well this team has been playing overall. I know each person is, you know, has an individual, their own individual performances. But as a team, you can still squeeze in some of these guys. And I think, you know, Sinzel is a guy that that will allow you to open that up. Now, you know, and then you've got uh, Indy at 5K, but out here in the outfield with Sinzel. And, uh, you know, you've got Friedel, Freely, Steer all under 5K. You can make it work and, and maybe maybe fade Indy and still get the two big guns. Yeah, I mean, I love I love the Reds in this spot. Um, you mentioned McLean. He's been one of my favorite hitters on this yes. team. I feel like he's he's flying under the radar a little bit just because of how good um, De La Cruz has been. And honestly, De La Cruz is way better from the left side of the plate. Um, so 5,800 is a steep price tag for him in this matchup, but honestly, I don't expect Irvin to go too deep into this game. So I don't want to say, Hey, I'm going to be underweight on De La Cruz. I'm going to be overweight on the Reds in general. Senzel, um, would love to see Newman hit up towards the top of the lineup like he was, but now like first third base eligible for Newman. I don't love it as much. Um, but very high on Cincinnati. Very high on Baltimore. I think this is going to be, if this game plays weather-wise, I think this is going to be one of the highest scoring games on the entire slate. So Hayes is 3,800. He's probably my favorite. Uh, Mateo is 3,300. He's cheap. Love this spot for both sides. Um, definitely like the right-handed bats here for Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. And, man, I just really wish, Stevie, we could have got Ryan Mountcastle today. We'll get him later this week. He's coming back, but – um, looks like he's on going to be still be on that rehab assignment. Um, I think we're AAA Norfolk, if I'm not mistaken. But man, I was I was hoping we would have got him back to be still there. But I, I'm with you on these riding. I think this is a good spot. I, I don't hate Santander either. Um, I know he's a switch hitter, but I you know I Santander is definitely on my list today. If I'm going to be stacking uh, the Orioles, you've got Hicks here at 2600. And um, I mean, I just think this team—they're a lot cheaper than Cincinnati will be today. With what I, with what I'm going to project, a similar upside based on the situation. 
Uh, I really, really, really uh, like the Orioles. I'm glad you brought up Mateo. He's definitely a, a favorite bat of mine. Um, he's one you could get at shortstop. So, like, if you were kind of interested in the game stack, Stevie, in some way, uh, I definitely feel like I prefer to play Steer, not Steer, um, uh, McLean and De La Cruz over the second and third baseman from from uh, Baltimore. And so I can get Mateo in. I can get in uh, Santander at 4,400. Senzel, like, this could be a really interesting game stack if you really like both sides of this game. I mean, I love the game stack. I love both sides of this game. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Let's do it. Um, four, four type of stacks, five, three type of stacks. I mean, Williamson and Irvin are contact, like pitch to contact type guys. Um, so hard to, hard not to have interest here in this game in general. So what's up, YouTube? Hope everyone's having a fantastic Sunday night. Forgot to say hi, Derek, Jeremy, um, Richie, AK boy. Jeremy, I said that already. David said he's watching first time live. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. So, yeah, rocking, rocking the YouTube. If you haven't um, already subscribed, come hang out with us live. I love it. I, I, I'm a fan. I was on the fence. I've been on the fence for years about doing a live podcast, uh, but I'm a fan. I enjoy it. I enjoy the conversations, and I enjoy when um, something pops up injury news-wise and someone can say it. So what's up, Smooth? Um, yeah, so enjoy it. Come hang out with us. All right, we got yeah. Milwaukee at New York. Mets, eight and a half total in this game. Mets, a 190 favorite. Colin Ray, Justin Verlander. Uh, Colin Ray first, Will. He's 5,600. He has been atrocious. Um, I do not want to play Colin Ray today. No. He's going to get a big fat no. Now, Mets have not been hitting. Um, let's be honest. They have not been hitting. But Well, well St. Louis wasn't right hitting now. either, and then they just – <laughs> all the runs they missed in a day. So, oh yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not playing Colin Ray. I I can't do it. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not touching Colin Ray today. Um, other side of this game, Justin Verlander, 8300, huge favorite, good matchup. I expect him to be popular. Um, what are your thoughts here on Verlander? Yeah, I think Verlander is going to be popular at 8300. I think the name value is going to carry a little bit of weight. Uh, look, Verlander has not been great. And, Stevie, one of the things I look for with pitchers, he's got the leash, but he's given up a lot of hits, Stevie. And that, that's what I don't like. Like, for all you game log watchers out there, eight hits against Houston, three against the Yankees. I know that was a lot lower. Seven against Atlanta, five against Toronto, nine against Colorado, eight against Tampa Bay, five against Detroit. Like, I think this price is warranted because of the performance. And I think we're giving him probably a little bit too much respect because it's Justin Verlander. Say I'm saying all that to say this. This is a, still a good spot for him at 8,300 against Milwaukee. There will be some strikeouts in this lineup. Uh, I'm also expecting him to get – when I say get hit, I mean give up hits. So I, I would suspect, Stevie, at best he gives up three to four hits. At worst, he's seven to eight like he's been. Let's just let's just call it in the middle. I think he gives up five, probably gets five to six Ks, and then we we've got to determine whether or not Babbitt is in his favor or out of his favor, and that I can't tell you. At eighty three hundred, I think it's okay for the spot today, but I'm not I'm not going to be loading up on him, especially if the ownership's high. Yeah, I mean, the last couple times he's been chalk. I've just been, hey, you know, I, I don't want to touch him. Um, six game slate, we have a strider against the Minnesota that has 
a massive ceiling. And I'm going to talk about Detmers as a pivot off of Verlander. Um, and oh, baby. Even, even my boy Heaney, I think, is a pivot here off of Verlander. So I think there's options. I'm not saying I don't want to play Verlander. I'm just saying if he's going to be massive chalk, which high favorite, good matchup, I think it's tough um, for me to be overweight on Verlander, um, especially if there's weather. To say all of that to go who are we really playing against him, you know, that's the problem, right? Like, that's the problem is who are we really playing against Verlander if we're not playing him? Um, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Sorry, that comment. That yeah, comment that's check, a good one. It got me. You got it. got me. <laughs> Just for any podcast listener, um... Andrew Barry in YouTube chat got me and Will so good just now. It says, daughter just came up to say goodnight and asked if Stevie is okay. He's talking slow. I was confused, but I've listened every day for childhood at bus stop two times. Never heard so normal speed. So um, that might be the quote of the year. I, I, I screen capped that one. I like that one. I'm keeping that one. Oh, um, man. Andrew, go star today. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, oh. tell your daughter, thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate her. That's, um, that's incredible, actually. Oh, that's like, awesome. She had genuine – I can tell by the typing of this. She had genuine <laughs> <concern>. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, so good. Man. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's so um, Shoot, what were we talking about again? Was it Verlander? <laughs> Talk to me about the Milwaukee Bats, Will. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not thrilled about loading up on Milwaukee for what it's worth. Um, I mean, I, Yelich would probably be okay. Uh, I still – Rowdy Teles at 3,700 gives me some intrigue, I must say. Uh, but I don't want to stack them. I think I think Milwaukee might be a one-off team for me today, though. Like, Teles at 3,700 – I know it's City Field. He's got the upside, and that's where I think I am. I think I won off the Brewers. I don't stack them. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, so, I mean, for me on him in this spot, it's more of, or Milwaukee in general in this spot, right? It's just, it's more of saying, you know, Berlin is going to be chalk, and maybe I use it as a leverage play, leverage yeah. stack. But I still think, I don't know if I five-man stack them. I think it'd be a four-man stack or like a four-four type of stack. So, 
All right. Um, I know this game is in City Field, and I know the Mets have kind of been cold, but man, Colin Ray just seems like the guy you want to take bats against. And like the pricing's down outside of Alonzo and Lindor. Like, dude, give me the Mets today. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's like your team's been in a funk, and then you get to see Homer Bailey. For those of you that have been in the DFS for like years and years and years, like Homer Bailey Day was a great day, mostly. And so I feel like Colin Ray Day should be a good one here for the Mets, Stevie. And and I, I'm not sure how much ownership the Mets are going to get either, which is which has me very intrigued for this slate because there are some spots that I think people will be interested in. And so, you know, you've got Alonzo at 5,300. You've got um, uh, Nemo at 42, Marte at 39, Kana 28, Fam 32, um, Lindor's 47. Like, you don't really have anyone too far above 5K. McNeil at 3,500 as well, who, who I actually really like today. I think uh, I, I think it's a really good spot for the Mets. No, no catcher above 4K like this. This could be a sneaky 8-10 run spot for the Mets, like out of nowhere. I, I, I love this spot. Yeah, again, I, I do. I'm with you. I, I love this spot. It's also in the back of my head, City Field and a struggling Mets offense. Um, so I also like, as much as I like this spot overall, I still, in, in my head, I want to say, you know, I need to temper the expectations. Man, just, just get us some early singles to get you warmed up. And then, then I think the hits will come. Yeah. Homer Bailey, man. That just, it made me laugh in my head when you said Homer Bailey. All right. Minnesota at Atlanta, eight and a half total in this game. Braves a 190 favorite Strider and gray facing off against each other. Um, Sonny gray going up against Atlanta. Sonny gray has been struggling. Yeah, um, man. Big time struggling. And did a deep dive on him last start before the Boston game. Uh, I don't remember why. I, it was a, five days ago. and But um, did a deep dive on him. And honestly, just the rotation's down. The strikeouts are down almost 10%. The walk rate is up, um, which is super concerning. He's really struggled with hard hits all season. So not generating strikeouts and his swinging strike rate being down um, is super concerning for me, uh, for Sonny Gray, just in general. And then you put him against an Atlanta team that has all this power. 9,600 might be a fade spot for me on Sonny Gray today. Yeah, I think it is a fade spot, Steve. And I, I'm, I hope this isn't the case, okay? I, I really hope this isn't the case. But this is almost reminding me of, of Carlos Carrasco right before he had that big injury. And it was out. Like, it's just – Carrasco's numbers were, like, way off from where he was earlier in the season, and suddenly he was out. And I, I'm hoping, Stevie, that this isn't one of those spots where an injury is on the way or something. I, I, I really hope it. But, man, it sure feels like it, like you talked about, with, with everything being not nearly where it was. I said all that to say that this isn't the spot for Sonny Gray today. I uh, – I'm definitely out on him begrudgingly too, because when he's on, he's on like it, it's eight to 10 strikeouts, but he's definitely having some problems. Problems. Um, indeed. Yeah. Like just, I, I agree with you. Um, something, something's going on. Like something is just not clicking for him right now. Yeah. Um, so I think 
anytime you have a pitcher like this, it's just it's super concerning and tough matchup. Spencer Strider on the other side of this game, Minnesota strikes out a ton. This is a spot he should go out and dominate. I mean, there's no sugarcoating this. He should go out and dominate this game. Yeah, man, and and we're getting the price bump because of it too, Stevie. Um, I mean, this is this is the highest he's been priced all year. Um, his his previous start against Philly was 12K. He's 12.6 today, and to to be quite frank with you, and I think everybody will agree, he's worth every bit of his 12.6 today against this Minnesota team that, I mean, we've seen middle to to lower level pitchers, Stevie, go out and get five or six strikeouts against this team pretty much on a daily basis now. This isn't something that's just happened at the beginning of the season. Now we're pretty much on a daily basis. Pitchers are pretty much smoking this team. And so I'm striders at home today. Like, man, this might all, this is almost a game, Stevie. I might want to just buy some tickets and drive to Atlanta. Like I, <laughs> This this could be like his performance of the season. This one game, I I, I just I don't I don't think I'm going to feel comfortable fading Strider today. I'm I'm probably going all in on Spencer Strider, especially on DraftKings. FanDuel maybe not as much, but I'm still going to be well overweight. I think I think I'm going all in on DK though, Stevie. I, I think that's the right move. Like he this could be 15 strikeouts today. I'm not saying that as an exaggeration. Like this could be 15 strikeouts. Yes, I mean I don't disagree with you at all. Um, I I think this is a spot where we have a really high upside spot, and I mean you're just kind of hoping he goes out and does his thing. So yeah. Um, dude, I have no interest in the Minnesota bats outside of maybe Zero. a leverage stack, but like Buxton's banged up right now. Minnesota's striking out a ton. Um, no, I'm, I'm out. Yep. No Minnesota bats. Um, Atlanta bats. I, I mean, chat was asking if they're going to be sneaky. I don't think there's anything sneaky about Atlanta in this spot. I don't. And now Stevie, not only that, all our boys are priced up. Like I can't get Harris at 3,600, 3,800, Ozuna at 2,600, Rosario 2,800. Like, these guys are priced up. Even Orlando RC is 4K. Austin Riley's 5,600. Albies is 5,200. Olsen is 6K. Murphy's 4,900. Stevie, how am I going to afford these bats? I, I'm going to have to – I'm not going to be able to play all the big bats. And so I think if I'm stacking, especially from a lineup HQ today, I'm just going to have to kind of make some rules to say – Give me one of these three, one of Olsen, Acuna, or or or, uh, or Riley, some, something to that effect, and then maybe double back with some of the mid-tier guys like Murphy, Albies, and uh, and Harris or Azuna or something like that. I, I'm just not going to be able to get all these bats. They're too expensive, but they need to be stacked appropriately because I still think Atlanta scores plenty of runs today. Yeah, I mean, maybe sneaky outs like because of pricing, how expensive they are with the pitching we want to get today. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I love Atlanta in the spot. All right, Detroit at Texas, nine total in this game. Rangers a two hundred favor. We got Matthew Boyd facing off against Andrew Heaney. Any interest here in Matt Boyd? Not today, Stevie. Not against Texas. Yeah, he's actually been pitching decent. Um, I think that's a 
nice term for Matthew Boyd. Um, he's been pitching decent here recently. Tough matchup, man. This is a, yeah. a tough offense. Texas, top two team um, in baseball, top three team in baseball against left-handed pitching. Um, yeah, tough, tough matchup here for Matthew Boyd. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. I think there's a couple other cheap pitchers we can play. And, and um, let me just say this, Stevie. There are spots where I've taken Boyd, like Minnesota, Kansas City. Like these past two starts, like these are spots where he's done well. I, well, not today. And I'm sorry I interrupted you, but like no, I'm no. a I'm a Boyd guy when when the right it's the right matchup. It's not the right matchup though. Um, Heaney against Detroit, you know, 8K here. Price tag is a little tough to swallow, but I can see Heaney going out, getting five, six strikeouts, throwing five good innings. Um, I think that's I think that's close to enough today. Yeah, at 8K, especially when we need some type of salary relief. Facing Detroit, I, I don't mind the spot. Like So, Stevie, I think if you said right now, hey, Will, uh, Haney's going to come out, he's going to get 20 fantasy points today, 8K. I, I think I'd take that on this slate. I, I think I'd take it, and I, I think that would be enough to get you to the finish line. So I'm in on Haney. Yeah, I um, I'm in. Uh, just again, I think it's more slate dependent than anything else. I, I think he's, um, I, I think he's a, a, a really interesting pivot play here. Uh, Detroit bats, anything jumping off the page to you here for Detroit? Uh, not really. Nothing crazy. Um, I'm just, I'm just kind of not a Detroit guy on a small slate. Obviously, I know a stack like this could just wreck you. If you have no exposure, but I'm I'm just not afraid of Detroit to come in and beat me on a daily basis. Um, you know, Javi Baez, man, used to be a guy I could target, but even his strikeouts are starting to come back up this season now in the middle of the year. I think I'm going to just pass on Detroit and try to load up on all the big quality bats from other spots. Yeah, so I will say um, Andy Albanese, Abenez, Abenez. Um, I I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, I think he's super interesting today. He's 2,500. You can play him at second base. He's a 324 ISO against left-handed pitching this season. Um, so he's really interesting to me. Um, Torkelson is always interesting. I just don't like playing him on DraftKings because you got to use up your first base spot. So he's more of a guy to get on Fanduel where I can play two first basemen if I want to. Um, Texas, Texas, another good stack that I like today. Boyd's a guy that gives up bombs. Um, Garcia, Simeon, Heim, um, Jung, Young, um, all these guys, Duran against the lefty, always someone I like. Like, I think Texas is another team we want to target today. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and the thing is, Texas is, is expensive as well. Um, like you talked about it, Heim, Jung, Heim, 4,500, Jung, 4,700, Seeger, 6,200. Uh, Marcus Simeon, who's been having a man really good season this year, sixty one hundred. Like this team is expensive. Uh, Adolis Garcia at uh, fifty seven hundred. Like if you want to get these bats, you're gonna have to pay for them. I still think it's worth it in this spot against Boyd. Um, you know they'll, they'll play Grossman today. I'm sure at twenty four hundred. That can get you a little bit of salary relief. Grossman hasn't been incredible. I understand that, but. He's still a part of the team. It'll still get you, like I said, uh, you know, a few more dollars uh, for you to try to build some quality lineups. I really like the Texas Rangers today. Sneaky stack, I think, especially if the, if the Braves come in at higher ownership. 
Texas is going to get real sneaky. As sneaky as you can be on a six game. All right, moving on. This podcast is flying today. We got White Sox and Angels facing off against each other in LA. Eight and a half total in this game. Angels a 142 favorite. Dylan Seas going up against Detmers. Seas is 7,700. He's been pitching a lot better. A lot oh, man. Better. A lot yeah. better. And I love the, the ballpark shift here is solid. And honestly, like the Angels are coming out of course after a huge weekend. Yeah. I think you could get a, a really good game here from Dylan Seas today. Five, six innings, seven to 10 strikeout type of game. The bottom half of this lineup still not the best. I mean, you, you still have to beat the top half of the lineup, but I think this is a really good spot for season tournaments at his price point. Stevie, is it okay if I kind of group these two pitchers together today? Yes. Great. So here's where I think <laughs> DraftKings made the mistake. I think they priced both of these too low. I think Cease and Detmers both should have been above 8K today, especially Detmers at 73. Cease under 8K after a couple of really good performances. I know long-term he hasn't been great. I think this is the DraftKings mistake, and I'm hoping that the field doesn't decide that the Cease-Detmers combo is the way to go today because I do think Cease-Detmers is the way to go if you want to play the Atlanta bats or the Texas bats all the way through. I'm saying a full five-man stack on DraftKings. That's the only way you're going to be able to do it. I still think Strider has – I know I talked about the strikeouts. I still think Strider has 40-plus fantasy point upside today. I don't want to fade him. I, I don't want to do that. But if you're trying to play two big offenses, I think Cease Detmers is the combo. Both of these guys should have really good days. I'm saying 20 to 25 fantasy points is well within the cards for both of these pitchers. I think this is a good, good, solid SP1, SP2, SPA, 1A, SP1B to pile up on offenses today. Th these guys are mispriced in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, again, I just – I think both these pitchers, Detmers, I talked about him in depth last time he pitched against the Dodgers. He is just not the same pitcher that we're used to. Um, he's finally starting to take that next step, and there's plenty of strikeouts in this White Sox lineup. So, I mean, here we go again. I think that Detmers is a guy that for the second straight start, I'm just going to be way overweight on. Yeah, this, 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 I think this is the offensive combo that you want to play the Braves, to play Cincinnati, to play. I mean, I'm start, I'm starting to salivate here, Stevie, on the fact that if I play, if I play these two pitchers, I can full stack Cincinnati, I can full stack the Mets, I can full stack the Braves, I can full stack Texas. This, this is going to be an awesome day. This is going to be an awesome day. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think this is a bad day by any means. I think it's. It's a really fun, like, um, six-game slate just in general. So, yeah. Um, Bats, anything here for the White Sox? I know we no. both like the pitchers in this game. Yeah. Nothing. No, I'm not playing the White Sox today. I think that's where I'm at, too. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm at, too. I don't think I'm playing either one of these teams outside of, like, a hedge stack. And I don't think I make enough lineups to like start getting into hedge stacking this this heavy on a six game slate. Yeah, me either. I mean, look, 
if somebody says, hey, I want a one-off Trotter Otani, like, I get it. I understand it. But I think for me today, I'm going to side with Cincinnati. I'm going to side with the Mets. I'm going to side with Atlanta. I'm going to side with Texas. Like, I think I think the money is better spent on the big stars from those teams, in my humble opinion. Yeah. I mean, I just find other places, I think, today. Uh, again, I just think that this is a this is like one of those just maybe I'm playing it as a hedge stack. I'm running 150 teams, Will. If I'm running 150 teams, I'm getting exposure to both of these offenses because I do think both of these pitchers gain some ownership today. So I think that's where I would start getting interest in, like, this game. Yeah, I get it. Um, Washington at Seattle is where we finish out. We have – no total in this game. Luis Castillo is pitching for Seattle. It sounds like Trevor Williams is going to get the hill for Washington. If you, I mean, we'll go off of that assumption. What are your thoughts here on Trevor Williams? So I don't like Trevor Williams generally, Stevie, like as a pitcher or, or for like for DFS, not, not like in real life, but for DFS. But I must say, with this matchup against the Seattle Mariners today, like this, this, this is the one time I feel like I can get behind some Trevor Williams. And, and here's why. So I, I did take Bradish today for what it's worth in terms of some strikeout props, Stevie. And, and obviously he was able to clear that he got six. My point is, even though they do have J.P. Crawford now back, uh, at the top of this lineup with a 16% K rate. And, you know, on the season, Julio now uh, is down to 23%. You still got 31 for Tiox. You still got 34 for Kaleni. 27 for Eugenio Suarez. 25 for Cal Rowley. 35% for Mike Ford. And those are all clumped together. And so, with, you know, if a pitcher is able to get in a rhythm, Stevie, like the strikeouts can just kind of come in bunches just between these one, two, three, four, five guys. I. I don't like Trevor Williams. This team has a 25% K rate overall. And the past 30 days, it's been worse. I I think I'm going to play some Trevor Williams today, especially in my Strider lineups. That's where I am with Trevor Williams. All right. Um, didn't see that one coming. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's Seattle more than Trevor Williams for what it's worth. It's, yeah, it's, I, you get what I'm saying. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> oh, Trevor Williams. Oh, man. I, I don't like it, but Seattle, man, like, yeah, gosh, just not good. I mean, I hear you and I hear what you're saying. I think. I like the Seattle bats more than I like Trevor Williams, but I hear you will, you know, I hear you and I respect yeah. you. Um, I just, I, I get the strikeouts. He's just not a strikeout pitcher. Um, I mean, there's strikeouts in this lineup. Yes. He can get six strikeouts. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I hear you. I, I'll say that. I, I think Seattle's the stack that I want to play in this game, but Hey, um, I'm going to talk to you on the Seattle bats. Don't you worry. Castillo, well, listen, he's fifty eight hundred. It's I, I, you get what I'm saying. See, listen, I've seen Seattle just get murdered by bad pitching all year. I just, I man. will, 
I will say this, right? I'll say I would rather play season Detmers instead of Strider and Williams. I can I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But I'm, I think I'm going to have to get some Williams in my Strider lineups because I can't. I just can't in good conscience not play Strider today against Minnesota. And that you know what I mean. Like that's that's where I am. So that's why I said I'll have to get some. No, I hear you. Um, I hear you. All right. Luis Castillo, 11K. Going up against Washington, we know they are one of the worst power teams in baseball against Ryan pitching this season. They have the second fewest home runs in baseball. They have the second lowest ISO in baseball um, against – or they have – they're tied now for the lowest ISO in baseball. Um, they just don't strike out. Luis yeah. Castillo – I think Luis Castillo goes out and he throws a really quality game. I just don't know if it's enough ceiling for 11K. Yeah, I'm not playing Castillo today. I'd spend all the way up to Strider or I'd go down to Detmers and Cease. Like, that's that's the move, I think. Like, I don't think it's worth it to play Castillo. We've seen Washington go out and score no runs, and the, the pitcher has three or four strikeouts. And they just really curb the upside. So I'm – I'm out on Castillo today, and I'm sure now that I said that he's going to mush me and pick up eight Ks today and go eight innings, and I get it. But I, I don't, I don't think that's the move. I think, I think the fade is appropriate. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd fade him, just because I could see, I could see like Strider just not like Strider having a big game or Strider struggling a little bit. I think Castillo's in such a good like floor spot that you could play him. I just don't know if he has the ceiling as like Strider, or the ceiling is like a Detmer's price per dollar kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yep, that, yeah. that's that's mainly what I'm saying. All right, um, bats in this game, Washington bats. No. I got nothing, man. No power no. in this lineup. I like Seattle stack uh, again. Um, Trevor Williams, seventeen percent K's on the season, three forty woba. 44% hard hits. Um, Got to be able to miss bats against this team. He has an 8% swinging strike rate on the season. If you're not missing bats, there's too much power in this lineup. Um, Kelnick, Teoscar, Julio, Mike Ford as like a cheap um, like piece of a stack here instead of going Ty France. You can get Mike Ford at 2100 Mike Ford is a big power guy that strikes out like 35% of the time. He reminds me so much of like a Joey Gallo type player profile. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Seattle bats? Yeah, I, I'm not going to stack Seattle today. I think, I, you know, if I do, it'll be one-off hunting. Like I don't mind one-offs against Trevor Williams. And so I, I hope people did not misinterpret what I was talking about with Trevor in terms of why I would play him. Like he will get some strikeouts today. He will also probably give up some runs. And so we just have to hope that the, the strikeouts or the runs don't outweigh um, what he's able to get accomplished on the mound today. So I, I, I would be in on some Seattle one-offs. I'm not stacking them, though. Um, That's it, man. We're through the six games. Let's, uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. We are on Grinders Live later. If you want to feel, hear our final thoughts on the slate, um, yeah. come hang out with us on Grinders Live. Will uh, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts? Who do you got today? This might be the easiest one of the year, I think, for both of us. Because you take one, I take one. I'm going to roll with Dylan Cease at 7,700. 
And you know I got to get my boy Detmers. Um, over 8K to score under 15. There's five options. Who are you taking? I think I'm going to go with the obvious option. I'm going to be a homer today. Give me Sonny Gray at 9,600. I'm going to go Justin Verlander. Yeah. Like Over him. 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? We've got so many options today, Stevie. I'm going to go to Texas. Give me a Dallas Garcia at 5,700. Oh, you took my home run. I really? love it. I yes, can't believe it. it. It very, very rarely happens in the morning grind game that a home run gets taken. But I love that call. I'm going to go with the hot bat of Matt McLean for a home run today. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? I think we should have known this was coming. I mentioned this guy several times when we talked about this game. Give me Nick Senzel at 3,900. Like it. Um, I'm going to go to the Baltimore side and say Austin Hayes. Um, Love that. Here. Love that. I would have took. I would have taken Mount Castle today uh, for for a bonus home run had he been playing, but he's still in rehab. Man. All right. Stack to score six or more. Who do you got? So many today, Stevie. Think I'm going to go off the beaten path. Um, I think this team is on the outside looking in big time. Giving the New York Mets against Colin Ray as long as the weather comes together. All right. Um, I'm going to go Seattle against your boy. And it's not even yeah. – I had it written down pre-show. Um, I'm yeah. not just messing with Will. <laughs> yeah. And I went off the obvious ones. Like, everybody knows I'm going to play Cincinnati and Atlanta and Texas. But I think I think the Mets have a, a really good shot to pile up some runs today. Fun show. Always fun. Listen, me and Will have been working together, and he's one of my favorite people in the industry, and it's always a, a fun time to do these shows. We will be on Grinders Live. He will be taking your pick at 1030 Eastern tomorrow on the YouTube page of Roto-Grinders and on Grinders Live uh, page as well. We all have crunch time after Grinders Live. Kevin Roth is going to be important today. So we'll definitely be hanging out with Kevin Roth and seeing his thoughts, but um, – yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a really fun six-game slate. Good little Monday slate to get us going. Always appreciate everyone hanging out. Thanks for hanging out in the YouTube chat. If you yeah. haven't already, subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Turn on the notifications so you can come hang out with us live. Again, was very optimistic about it, or I was very hesitant about doing live shows, uh, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday Slate. We'll be back tomorrow talking baseball. Hope you have a fantastic Monday. We'll see you again tomorrow.